안녕하세요. Good morning. Good morning. My dear brothers and sisters and clergy and members of office, 안녕하십니까? So, every day is a really exciting day, right? Um, today, I'd like to talk about the model of the ideal kingdom of heaven from Trumadus Anthology Book 1. So, let's invite our beautiful honey. The organization of Chanji Sanhakun One, they will be able to see it exactly as it is for the next 1,000 or even 2,000 years. I will use this masterpiece to introduce true parents to the world that is possible in Korean culture. How? Paintings need restoration as time goes by. However, Korea has Nanjun Chilgi. Lacquerware. They paint it various colors, lacquer it, and inlay mother of pearl. The lacquer is permanent, lasting a long time. Only Asian cultures have it, only Korea and Japan, but it started in Korea. If we create a masterpiece of that type, many artists and curious people will come and visit at least once to see it. I am making a place that people cannot refrain from visiting. The Chanji Sanhak Wan needs to convey the 6,000-year providential history in its architecture. Therefore, we cannot ignore the 2,000 years of Christian history. The Chanji Sanhak Wan has to become a historical, monumental, and global building. It should be an educational space in which anyone who enters will come out a principled person. Moreover, as I traveled to various museums, I thought the Chunji Sanhak Wan should be a place where people can see in a single glance how much true parents have done for world peace. In other words, a place that is unprecedented and unique in the world. Our building should give hope. You don't know how painstakingly I have been thinking about making the building unique and modern, yet classical as well. Yes. As you know, True Mother is giving such a great devotion and jungsong, uh to the establishment of the Chunji Sonha Won, which is a Chunwon Palace. How can it be compared with the devotion that Solomon gave to build the temple? For this, we should all give our chongsong and really thank our true mother for her hard work. I think she's really putting so much of her heart so that, you know, Chan Wang-gung and going to have an inaugural ceremony next year. I think in May. So anyway, we let you see and then how beautiful it is. Uh, leaving divine principle, uh, today I'd like to talk about again the three ordered stages of growth. Let's study EDP first. The three ordered stages of the growing period. The universe unfolds and manifests God's original internal nature and original external form based on mathematical principles. Hence, 
we can infer that one aspect of God's nature is mathematical. God is the one absolute reality in whom the dual characteristics interact in harmony. Therefore, he is a being of the number three. All created beings, having been conceived in the likeness of God, manifest their existence, movement, and growth through a course of three stages. We cannot go to the kingdom of heaven unless we save three stages of Cain's. Why do you need spiritual children? It is to recover the three archangels, Adam's three sons, and the Cain elder brothers of Satan's world. It is to recover the Old Testament age, the New Testament age, and the completed Testament age. The Old Testament age was the tribe. The New Testament age is the nation. And the completed Testament age is the world. Thus, in the Old Testament age, the 600 million Israelites restored Canaan. Jesus started from the nation to restore the world's Canaan. And in the unification church, the cosmos Canaan is to be restored in the world. It is the final gate to restoring Canaan. This is why it is expressed as three stages. So you absolutely cannot marry without three spiritual children. Do you understand? That is why even Jesus needed three disciples. Do you understand? In our unification church, the three couples were the first to stand, right? Who were those couples? Audience, Yang Wee Kim, Yo Won Yu, and Wan Pil Kim. You have to know this. <clears throat> then you have to make 12 people so that the four directions will be connected for the first time. And you can enter as the center. Jesus had to create the families of the 12 disciples before his own family could be protected. I'm saying that Jesus needed to have his family centering on 12 families. It is the same for each of those 12 families. It is the same for Jesus. The decision is the same. So do you understand how important it is to have spiritual children? Yes. And do you understand that you cannot enter the heavenly kingdom without saving the canes of this world? Thank you. Why are three spiritual children needed? You know, I just want to summarize what Father is talking about. And the restoration of three spiritual children represent the three angels, Lucifer, Michael, and Gabriel. You already know that, right? And it means the restoration of three children, Cain and Abel, and Seth of the Adam family. It is to restore the Old Testament age, the New Testament age, and completed Testament age. The Old Testament age represents the tribe. The New Testament age represents the nation. And the completed Testament age represents the world. Therefore, if you do not have three spiritual children, you can never marry. Wow, very, very strong word, but this is very important. You don't have this minimum foundation of your faith. 
you don't have even now three spiritual children. This is really big issues actually in your life of faith. Without restoring three spiritual children and just go to spiritual world, wow, can you imagine that? You know, how much really, you know, miserable situation. That's why my brothers and sisters, not just only those who, you know, just sign the, sign the, our registration form and become your child. I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about real spiritual children who really respect you and love you and obey to you and can have really artistic and intimate relationship, inseparable relationship. That kind of spiritual children, that is the really important foundation of your life of faith. You don't have this even three minimum spiritual children. This is really, really something wrong. You know, that's why my brother says, without giving up, we really need to try to get three spiritual children that can have the artistic relationship. You don't have three spiritual children. When you start the family, wow, really, there are a lot of conflicts between husband and wife. Between parents and children. That's why you can see what the meaning of the three spiritual children. Three representative era and the restoration of three, uh, rep uh, rep uh, the restoration of the three, uh, uh, the three angels. So much meaning about that. That's why through spiritual children, I can restore the era of the Old Testament age, New Testament age, and Comforted Testament age. It is really incredible. And Jesus started his mission first, how to find three spiritual children. Even through Father, when he began about the, his, uh, his will, God's providence, he needed to start to restore three spiritual children. Our life of faith begins from three spiritual children. So we don't have yet three spiritual children means I am not yet beginning of my life of faith. Very important, my brothers and sisters. So Jesus needed three disciples. And, you know, Adam have three children. Noah have the three children. And Jesus have three disciples. True parents also had to find and establish three families first. Young Huygin, Hyo-Won-Yu, Won-Pilgim. We need to apply to our daily life. Who can representative of the Young Huygin? Family, who is the representative of the Shouwanyu family? Who is the representative of the One Pilgrim family? Who can about the become about the position of the Peter and James and John? Do you have your own of uh, three spiritual children? Some representative of the uh, the Peter and John and James. This is the minimum foundation, my brothers and sisters. We are doing now three, uh, we are the New Life Campaign. Our movement go back to the origin. Our life begins from, through the restore, restoring three spiritual children, my brothers and sisters. I am not just only expanding our church. Of course, our hope is grows, need to grow our church. But your own faith, your own family faith begins from 
uh, restoring three spiritual children. Very important. I am telling you over and over, emphasize. Who emphasizes this much, my brothers and sisters? I'm really encouraging you, not because of duty and responsibility, for the foundation of my love and heart. Doesn't matter your working, Dr. Young, Secretary General, or the working and helping and become assistant to Dr. Young, or you are church leader or continental director, doesn't matter. This is very important before starting family. Three spiritual children create a foundation to rest our 12 disciples. Without three spiritual children, how to create a foundation to rest our 12 disciples? The number 12 shows all 12 directions, including east and west and north and south. It was only after Jesus established a family of the 12 disciples that Jesus' family could, could be protected. Father said, if three uh, disciples of Jesus unite with Jesus, he didn't he no need to go to the, the way of the crucifixion. There is, there, 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 there is no unity among three disciples. And furthermore, about one of the disciples betrayed Jesus. Even though he externally restored, they did not, did not unite with Jesus artistically. That is the problem. That's why even though we externally rest to our three spiritual children or 12 spiritual children, but there is no unity. There is no inseparable relationship. That does not make sense. That's why not just only conditionally rest to our. When, when we rest to our three spiritual children, then what's the next goal? How can we have a the unity condition, artistic relationship, inseparable relationship. This is the point. Even though you external restaurant, someone about the register, church, church registration, and become the member, I'm asking you, do you have artistic relationship with your spiritual children, with the spiritual father and mother? That's the point. Important thing is heart. Important thing is a heart. Important thing is a artistic relationship. Then become foundation for you. The foundation that Jesus laid when he restored the 12 families lays the foundation for Jesus to establish a family. If three disciples united with Jesus and expand the 12 of the disciples to support Jesus, then Jesus without dying he can marry. He could find his spouse. Can you imagine about that? The meaning of the three disciples, the meaning of the 12 disciples, how much important it is. Without father said, very strong word here. Without restoring Cain in the secular world, I can never enter the kingdom of heaven. need to begin no, to restore three spiritual children first and then lay down 12. If you have three and 12 minimum spiritual children with a artistic relationship, very easy to reach to become heavenly tribal messiahship. Very easy. 
Why was so difficult to achieve a heavenly tribal messiah mission? Because I don't have three, even three of our spiritual children. I don't have even 12, three, 12 of our disciples. That's why you need to start again from the bottom. If 12 of your spiritual children helping you and care of you and respect you and unite with you, very easy to achieve HDM mission. Because until now, you don't have a foundation and need to start from the bottom. That's why it takes a long time and very hesitate to do. Because you lost the foundation of love. You don't have a substantial foundation, my brothers and sisters. That's why I remind you, I remind myself how important it is, this one. That's why I strongly encourage any about second generation, third generation, younger generation. Please, you seriously consider before starting family how to restore to the spiritual children. Very important. Not because of the condition, because of the foundation of heart and love. Today's youth ministry, the believer who evokes heaven's heart. Let us study. The believer who evokes heaven's heart. Do you understand each other's unspoken heart and circumstances? Do you ask about each other's well-being? Talk about each other's circumstances? And have a good exchange of heart with each other? When we sing songs of praise, let's sing with our hearts to evoke our shimjung. Whenever I sing songs of praise, my inner person will not be resurrected if I just sing it dryly. Whenever I sing songs of praise, the lyrics should touch my heart. Whenever you sing songs of praise, you will have a hopeful heart. So you will be motivated and your heart will be touched every time you hear a sermon. When you listen to the word, you should try to see if your heart is evoked well. You will have to try to see if something can become a heartistic stimulator while you are living your life of faith. Yes, my brothers and sisters, one of the most important things in our life of faith is how to motivate ourselves to express our heart well. In order to stimulate the heart, my heart's attitude must be very, very sincere. For example, when reciting the family pledge every morning, check whether you recite it just as a formality or, 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 formality, or if you put your heart into it, my brothers and sisters. I must faithfully recite each verse of the family pledge with all my heart and try to be moved. Otherwise, the moment just passes. When I sing, sing songs of praise, you know, while we are having a Sunday service or whatever, I have to put my heart and my shinjong into song and try to unite while singing it. For example, 
We are every morning uh, recite the family prayer. Our family, the owner of the Chanilgu, pledges to seek our original homeland and build the kingdom of God on earth and in heaven the original idol of creation by centering on to the Lord, ba, 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 just only externally. Just waste your time. Whenever you recite a family pledge, your heart really touched by that content. Sometimes the tears come down. Do not put your heart when you recite a family pledge. Just waste your time. Our family owner of the channel, then you need to reflect. I really become owner of the channel. The pledge to seek our original home that I, 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 I love our original homeland. I hate this secular world. How can I go back to our original homeland, Heavenly God? Build the kingdom of the kingdom of God on earth, not in heaven, just not just only in heaven. First, we need to build the kingdom of God on earth. That's why our true parents put so much effort and cry and shedding tears. And how much Heavenly Father sacrificed the last six thousand years? We could not have that kind of substantial kingdom of heaven. Heavenly Father, I really pledge and I really want to support, I really want to unite with the mother. Whenever I recite this family pledge, pledge to seek our original homeland and to build a kingdom of God on earth, I really sincerely, I honestly, I really, I would really want to establish this kind of kingdom of heaven. Original idea of creation, heavenly God, you are not that accomplished yet. The original idea of creation, how much sorrowful you are. This morning, I am really determined and recite this family pledge. I really determined to really establish the original idea of creation by centering on true love, not by condition, not by responsibility, centering on true love. How are you doing whenever you do recite the family pledge? Are you really touching your heart? In human relationship, if you treat people as just jobs and skills, because of a job and because of skill, because of work, those relations will not reach the hard level. When I listening to the God's word, we should not only listen formally and rationally, but open the door of our heart and listen artistically. Anything you do without investing your heart into it all flows into form and, 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 and in the end. It just wastes time and becomes a figurehead. Therefore, you should try to evoke well up your heart well in whatever you do. Moments and time when you do not put your heart and sincerity into anything you do is just a waste of your time. It has nothing to do with my soul. 
For example, if it takes three minutes to recite a family pledge, if you just recite it without putting your sincere heart into it and thinking about the content, those three minutes will pass as meaningless moment forever. When I make a family place, I know whether I am a formal person who habitually does what I do or a person who puts my heart into it. Faith is what you put your heart into, thinking that the moment is eternity. Each moment, each second is eternity. That's why each moment, each time, each hour, so precious. For you to not put your utmost sincerity, whatever you do, each moment, each hour, each time, just waste your time. Doesn't connect to your soul. Wow, that's why heart is important. Heart. If we do not using heart. Easily become hypocrite, easily become external. Why our heart is cannot grow up? Because you are so external. You do not put your utmost sincerity. I am same as you as you. That's why every day struggling. How can I put my heart? My brothers and sisters. Why become so external? Why become so dry? Because whatever I do, do not put my heart, do not put my almost sincerity, even human relationship with you. Just only good morning. How are you? Just only you know, externally saying, when you say good morning, putting your heart or not, you're hugging people, just only conditionally hugging people, Putting your heart, you are truly my brothers and sisters. Heart is really everything, my brothers and sisters. Next. When I have worries, I need to check whether I am struggling with true parents' worries. I have to think about whether I have a lot of my own circumstances and worries or worries about the will. Those who carry their own circumstances and worries will not be able to grow in the inner person any longer. If my circumstances and worries are greater than God's will, I will go down the path of death. When you have your own circumstances and worries, only those who think about the Lord's circumstances and worries will be saved. Even when facing with their own sorrows, those who change them into heavenly parents' sorrows and think about it will receive salvation. Today, all we need to save our hearts. Fallen man has no heart. No matter what I do, they cannot evoke the heart and it is always dry. However, in order for God's will to be realized, we must be in harmony with each other. We need to be concerned for each other and exchange our hearts and circumstances. Yes. When I have concerns, I need to check whether I am more worried and struggling for true parents' will. 
the inner person of those who bear their own circumstances and worries can no longer grow and go on a downward path. When you have your own circumstances and worries, you will be saved only when you think about true patterns of circumstances and worries. Think of it differently. As God being responsible for your own sorrows, and you are responsible for true parents and God's sorrow, sorrowful work and will. If you just worry about others, uh, if you worry about others before yourself and worry about God's will before worrying about your family, Father said, you will be saved. When I try to do it for others and for the will of true parents, my heart always well up, wells up very well. How to well up? My heart all the time. What to do? How to wells up my heart all the time? Only one thing. You need to put your own the sincerity. Only almost sincerity moves heaven. No other way. You need to put that kind of almost sincerity. Fallen men beings, being fallen human beings have no heart for others and for the will. No matter what they do, their heart does not well up and is always dry. Sometimes people easily become up and down, very easily dry. Why heart is not stable? Because whatever you do, even small things, you do not put your heart. That's why easily become dry. Sometimes, you know, sometimes empty, very lonely. And sometimes you do not know the meaning and so dry. Why? Because you do not, do not be faithful each moment, each second, each hours. Whatever you do, each moment, put in with your sincerity. No space out at all. Your heart never dry at all. That's why each moment is eternity, my brothers and sisters. In order for God's will to be realized, we should be in harmony with each other. We need to be concerned for each other and exchange our heart and circumstances. Next. It is not easy to become a true person in our faith course. Moreover, it is even more difficult to evoke the heart. But the quality of our hearts and love must be different. If you are a true person, you must bring out the taste of a true person. Like salt, you must know how to bring out the taste. What good is it if the salt loses its saltiness? Not all salt is salt. Not everyone who attends the Unification Church is a Unification Church member. When salt dissolves in water, it must be able to dissolve. When it enters food, it must be able to give it a salty taste. It should be able to prevent decaying when it falls in places where it is likely to rot. 
We must really become people who evoke the heart everywhere. And in order to evoke your heart, you need to keep hearing the word of life and be able to stimulate your own heart. Yes. In order not to get tired on your life of faith, we must always think about how to evoke our heart, how to, how to really, how to say it, not utilize, how to utilize our sincerity, putting our sincerity. We have to change our heart and our quality of love. If you are a true person, you have to have the taste of the true person and have the fragrance. Do you understand? Fragrance, perfume. Fragrance of a true person. The perfume of the a true person. You need to have a good smell. You are a true person. Show the good smell. Salt need to have the taste of the salty. We have to be able to taste like a salt. What good is a salt when it a lose its saltiness does not make any sense. We have to really become people who evoke the heart everywhere. And in order to evoke our heart, you need to keep hearing the word of the life and be able to stimulate your own heart. That's why without listening God's word, God's word is God's life and God's love. Without listening God's word, there is no way to stimulate your heart. And the most important thing is to be sincere, you know, to evoke the heart. Again, I'm telling you, sincerity. Even though not easy to do, but still you are continuously trying. Put up heart, put my sincerity. This is the bottom line. How can we teach more detail? Putting your sincerity, that is your job and my job to do, right? Who how, how can we tell us more detail? Next. We who are living in the era of Chenoguk must really become people of principle through the word. And we must treat the suffering that comes in our lives as God's suffering. Understand the meaning of that suffering and sympathize with God's heart. When we suffer, we need to suffer with the right attitude so that we can receive love from God and establish a parent-child bond with God. Two parents took on God's suffering and became God's son and daughter. The Lord also took up the cross of God and became the son of God and the Messiah. Therefore, when suffering comes to us, we should not avoid it, but make it an opportunity for us to be resurrected. Once again, only when I carry someone else's cross and take up the cross of the Lord, can I be resurrected? Yes. To do that, I have the thing of the my suffering and pain as heaven's suffering. And you need to know the meaning of the that pain clearly. I already last one week and two weeks continue talking about over and over again what the meaning of the suffering. The Lord also took up the cross of God, became the son of God, and true parents became the son and daughter of God because they bore the cross of God and humankind on behalf of humankind. My brothers and sisters, 
our faith course is ultimately what? Ultimately to experience God's heart through suffering and pain and trial, whatever we do, what is our final goal? Our final goal is to experience God's heart. We must keep in mind that if we do not provoke our emotions, our heart, when we suffer, undergo trials and perform certain responsibility, it has nothing to do, nothing to do with the growth of our spiritual body and is a waste of our time. If you don't have a heart, it's a waste of time. It is easy to become a hypocrite if you do it heartlessly. My brothers and sisters, Jewish people keep thoroughly their tradition, but main problem is there is no heart. Follow tradition, that's fine. But, but they, they don't have a heart. Even though you follow the tradition very well, even though you're doing your responsibility externally very well, but there is no heart. Fallen man, very easy to become hypocrite. If you do it heartlessly, wow. <laughs> Today really learned very uh, important content. Why, my brothers and sisters? Really, I love the Father. How he deal with the suffering and you know, his responsibility. He put sincerity, heart, as the top priority. This is the way our spiritual body can grow up very, very well and can relate to our brothers and sisters very, very well. Thank you so much. God bless you. And then, yeah, today, uh, you know, we have time to hear Roger and Daniela's uh, beautiful testimony. Let's welcome them. 감사합니다. Good morning. Thank you very much, everybody. Thank you, Dr. Yong, for uh, your great uh, message this morning about uh, witnessing and bringing spiritual children. And today we wanted to share a little bit about our own uh, witnessing efforts. And first of all, I need to recognize my wife because she's really the champion for the witnessing in our uh, family and really does a great job reaching out to people. And um, what we wanted to share about this morning is um, what we would call natural witnessing and the way that we are able to kind of talk to people about what we're doing and about the church and about true parents in a very natural way. So um, I think uh, one of the big uh, uh, gifts that we can give to the world is actually the blessing. And uh, so when we talk to people, I think that's really where we kind of start with often is talking about our own blessing. Um, but how do we do this? Well, first of all, we, uh, we get involved with a lot of activities. So uh, whether it's uh, going to uh, uh, Tai Chi classes or yoga or getting involved with associations, like my wife is involved with the um, International Association and the Italian Women's Association and then joining clubs and talking to people in those kind of casual situations is really great. And then invite people for dinner. So you invite them to your home or you say, let's meet in a restaurant, go out to dinner together. 
And then, of course, when we go as a couple and we sit down with a couple together, the first thing that they always ask is, okay, where are you from? Because they can tell I have a little accent. My wife doesn't have an accent, but, you know, I say, oh, I'm from Australia. And she says, I'm from Italy. <laughs> and then, of course, they ask, well, how did you two get together? And live in America. <laughs> <laughs> so at that point, it just is a natural opening. And we just uh, say, well, we were matched together by Reverend Moon. Very <laughs> direct. Mm. And they say, you were what? <laughs> <laughs> we were matched. We had an arranged marriage and so on. And so then after that, we go in and we start really sharing our um, personal testimony. And we explain how the matching happened and our initial feeling towards each other and how we really didn't get along in the end, how now we really fell in love with each other and we really enjoy each other. And so that leads to a lot of interesting conversations. Yeah. So I have a, a few slides that I'm going to bring up here and just share a few things. So some of these people that we met. Okay. So first up, you know, I think many of you have seen this video that was made for the Blessing Fest. And this actually has been a, a great tool that we've been able to use in our own witnessing because, you know, we can invite people over to our home and show them this video and it's us giving our testimony as part of this video. So this couple here, uh, Jay and Kerry, were actually a couple that um, were introduced to us by one of our other spiritual children that we're witnessing to. So we met somebody in a restaurant and she started studying the divine principle together with uh, Noah Ross. So we introduced her uh, to the divine principle sessions that Noah Ross is running. And he does, you know, uh, an introduction program. And then he invites uh, people to go to the going deeper program. And so we do this online study session because we're not close together. It's, you know, we're about an hour apart from each other. So it's not always easy to get together, but with the program that Noah's doing, it really teaches you how to be a spiritual parent because you are, he's not just teaching the principle, but then you go into discussion groups and you get to share together with your mm -hmm. spiritual children in that environment and you can raise them up step by step. And then it, it enables you to get into those really deep discussions. So she did that program and then she introduced us to this couple. So it's like our spiritual children are witnessing to us or on our behalf as well. They did the marriage course. And then they actually did the marriage course with us as well. And that's another way that we've been able to witness is through running this marriage course. We invite people to participate in the program and we're very open about, uh, you know, how we got matched in our relationship with uh, true parents and all of these things in the program. So then after that, we were able to witness to additional spiritual children. Do you want to talk about Sonia? So, yeah, actually, Sonia has been uh, a friend of ours for about four years. She's a massage therapist, and that's how I met her and invited her to the house because she wanted to learn Italian. 
And uh, with Italian came learning the divine principle. And she was always talking about God as the spirit, the spirit. And now over the last six months, she has switched to calling God, uh, actually God. She came to see True Mother. And uh, when Mother spoke in New Jersey, she's been learning the divine principle. She comes to the house every week and we spend hours together talking about the divine principle. I cook. I take care of her. She's like a daughter. And she said, my greatest blessing has been to meet your family. So mm. we're working on her all the time. Mm. And then recently we met uh, Jeffrey from uh, the African American Museum, the only museum on the actually in New England, African American Museum. And he's uh, an ex, a retired uh, cop. And he knows about our movement and he wants to work with us and UPF. And it's, it's just an amazing, amazing person. And two Saturdays ago. Yeah. So we uh, invited him out to dinner and then he asked the question, right? We always know the question. How did you two meet? And so we told him about, you know, our blessing and everything. And he was so inspired. So we invited him actually to participate in our UPF event that we did uh, two weekends ago and awarded him an ambassador for peace, um, uh, you know, award during the event. And uh, that was also an opportunity that we can bring together our spiritual children. So you can see here we have Jay and Carrie are at the table with him. And so that starts to connect our spiritual children to each other. And they start to see the different events that we're doing and, and that where something substantial is going on. So mm -hmm. You know, these events that we do are not, we don't, in, uh, we don't build relationships with people so we can invite them to events. We have the events so that we can build the relationships. And so, testify to our true parents. Yes, and testify yeah. to our true parents. Yeah. So we can bring people together. We can have substantial discussions about yeah. God and true parents and what the divine principle means in and reality. Actually, Roger gathered a, a group of students from CARP in Bridgeport and uh, about 15 of them, and he took them to the museum and they built a garden for the museum a whole day. And uh, Mr. Fletcher was uh, flabbergasted. He told me, I never thought this would ever happen. And now they have a beautiful garden because our blessed children did a fantastic job in uh, doing this and testifying to our true parents. Thank you so very much. So that's that's our short testimony for this morning. Oh, uh, very beautiful, Roger. And yeah, yeah. thank you so much for your couple, great effort. Wow, I really very much inspired for about your couple, Roger, Daniel is sharing. Thank you, Kamsahamida. I, I think everybody have more motivation to, to witness. Thank you, great.